This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello, I'm Gertrude Walker, Supervisor of Elections for St. Lucie County, with a reminder that Tuesday is Election Day. The primary is open to all registered voters. The polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. throughout St. Lucie County. Please bring photo and signature ID to the polls with you. For more information, call 462-1500 or visit slcelections.com. Get out and vote, St. Lucie County. It's your vote, your voice, your choice. Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772 772- 464-7012 and that number again is 772-464-7012 Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. I mean, a foresight's hard to come by sometimes unless you're led by the Spirit, but everybody got hindsight. If we could live by hindsight, we'd all be millionaires. Because hmm? we would all bought houses in 2000 and sold them in 2004 before the bubble pop. Well, can I just declare to you this morning that God's about to make up the years that the canker worm has taken. Hmm? My sister said something to me the other day. She said, you know, the canker worm only comes 
on a harvest field. Hmm? He don't show up when there ain't nothing to eat. He comes to rob you of your harvest. Come on, somebody. Amen. But we've got to get to a place in our life where we're not settling for things anymore. Because how many know it's not God's plan for you to just settle? Amen. And, and how many of you understand you're not God's second choice? You're not plan B. Hmm? You're plan A. Amen. Can I just tell you, you were not left behind. God didn't leave you out. God hasn't quit on you. God didn't just settle for you because there wasn't anybody else that could do it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, called and appointed and anointed by God to do what you do. Look how you look. Act like you act and get it done. You've been chosen. You are God's original choice. And there's been a devil out there that's been trying to keep you from what God wants you to be. Matter of fact, he's orchestrated a strategy against your life to keep you from getting there. He's trying to keep you from what God wants you to have. He's mocked you. He's laughed at you. He's ridiculed you. He's taunted you. He's tormented you in the night and messed with your head while your head's laying on the bed before you go to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, he torments you with the worries of the day and the things that, that life comes at hard at you. You know, life is hard and fast. Come on now. And you can worry yourself to death over what's laying ahead of you through the day. Or you can have joy and peace. Hmm? But I'm here to declare to you today that that Goliath in your life is about to come down. His head's about to roll. Amen? Hmm? There's victory in your house and there is victory in this house today. Somebody say today. Amen. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine. You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, this day, th somebody say that with me. This day, say it with some authority. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcass of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's. Come on, whose battle is it? The Lord. Whose battle is it? The Lord. And he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward him, ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. Father, I thank you for entrance into the corridors of the hearts of men and women in attendance here this morning. Father, I thank you for the anointing of God. Lord, that the words I speak are anointed of the Holy Ghost, God. That they impart wisdom, knowledge, and revelation to the hearer this morning. And God, that your word will bring freedom to the captive. Lord, I thank you, God, that people are made free, that deliverance flows, God, that lives abound in mercy and love and grace today. And Lord, the hindrances of our life and those things that have held us back are broken today and strongholds come down. In Jesus' name, amen. How many know when Jesus came to earth, he came to seek and to save that which had been lost? We talked about this Wednesday night. Amen. Yes. That which had been lost. Can I just say this to you? That 
which was lost was not people. He didn't say, I've come to save those who were lost. He said, I have come to save that which is lost. What was lost? It was his kingdom, his authority, his reign. And he came to restore the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. I mean, today, today in church, it's not about us doing church better. And how churchy we can become and how religious we can get. It's really about us becoming kingdom people. Understanding who we are in relation to our Father who is the King. And living our life from the perspective of being children of the King. See, our perspective for most of our life when we're down here on planet Earth living in this natural realm is, is we live with a victim mentality. We forget sometimes who we are and what we have because we believe the voices that we hear. See, God wants us to have a perspective shift, an understanding of who we are, what we have, our identity in Christ, and how we belong in this kingdom, where we fit in in this kingdom. Because in that understanding comes complete victory for our life. Hmm? You know, when you look in the Old Testament, out of all the Old Testament characters, David seemed to have a grasp on really what kingdom mentality was more than anybody else. The Bible says and teaches us that he was a shepherd boy who later became a king. And the Bible says that he was the only king to ever rule that had conquered all of his enemies and had peace on every border. He had peace on everybody. He said, well, when I read about David, everybody was always fighting him. Yeah, but they were losing. Hmm? Come on now. There was not an enemy that he had not defeated. There was not an army that could march on David. Everywhere he went, he went in victory. Amen. The kingdom that David had was a picture of the kingdom that had no adversaries. Hmm? No adversaries that could defeat it. Amen? Isaiah saw it. He said, there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper. And every tongue that rises against you, you shall condemn it. For it is your heritage. Somebody say heritage. For it is your heritage as a servant of the Lord. Amen? For it is his heritage as a servant of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, that's my heritage. Come on, that's my heritage. I mean, the overcoming life is not the lottery. You don't just pull a lucky number and then you're an overcomer. You don't go play three, play five. Being an overcomer is your heritage. It's your right as a child and a servant of God. It's a privilege, amen? If you're not living in victory today, it isn't because you can't. It's because you've been deceived into believing that it's impossible. Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody. Jesus, who died and brought victory to you, did everything that ever needed to be done for you to be victorious. He did it at the cross. He said it was finished. He provided everything that you needed. Amen? You ever heard anybody say, well, I wish the Lord would hurry up and heal me. Just waiting on the Lord. Waiting on God. We need to understand you are already healed. Hmm? He provided it. He's already done it. He's already prospered. He's already saved. I mean, of prosperity and salvation and healing and everything that you ever need for your life, He provided it 2,000 years ago when the words came out of His mouth and He said, It is finished. And He took the keys of life and death from the devil and He destroyed the kingdom of the devil and He paraded Satan through the kingdom of heaven on display as a defeated foe. He's a defeated foe. Come on now. 
So what we need to do and what we need to learn how to, to grab a hold of is that we have to learn how to appropriate the things that are in the unseen realm so that they can manifest in the seen realm. And lay hold of that, amen? How I many of there's unseen realities that exist right now in the present? They're all around us, amen? They just, some of them have not manifested. You know, I, I said this a couple of Wednesdays ago. The things in the unseen realm are more real than the things in the seen realm. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches that the things in the seen realm were actually created from the unseen realm. Everything that you see here today came from the unseen realm. It's the same thing with us. We construct things in our imagination and in our thought process. We put them on paper and draw blueprints. Then somebody comes out and, and gets some concrete and pours the concrete, builds the building, and then everything, that picture of that thing that you had in the unseen realm manifests in the, in the seen realm. Come on, it starts in the imagination. Everything in life begins in the invisible and comes into the manifested realm. Amen? There's more going on in this room than you can see right now. Amen? Fox News is in this room this morning. ESPN is in this room this morning. CNN and, and every channel you got is in this room. Come on, all them preachers on all them Christian TVs, they're preaching right alongside me this morning. Their voice is right here in this room in the unseen realm. Amen? If you had a little satellite dish you could put up on your head and a little receiver, you could tune in and watch it. Come on, you got to be able to tune in to catch it. Come on, somebody. It would manifest in the room if you could do that. There's a lot going on in the unseen realm. It's just not manifesting all the time. Amen? We, we call that new technology, but Abraham called it faith. Abraham said that I have the ability to call those things that are not as if they were. It's when I reach into another dimension and pull it by faith into the now. Into the now. Somebody say now. That's what happens when we receive a breakthrough in the invisible realm. We're reaching into the realm by faith. When we go by faith, they manifest in this realm. Amen? That means you don't have to live broke, busted, disgusted, and underneath. I mean, God didn't raise you up to just be good enough. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. God didn't raise this church up to just be a good enough church with good enough preaching and good enough praise and good enough worship and good enough prayer and just to get along, to go along. I mean, that's not why Truth Church is here, amen? He didn't just raise us up to be another church on the Treasure Coast, just another church in Fort Pierce. No, 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 no. God didn't just give us this building to take up space on a piece of property so we can get together and make ourselves feel good about each other every weekend. That's really what this is not about. God raised this church up to be a place where the enemy gets defeated, where people get set free, where strongholds are broken, where the captive is set free. Come on, somebody. Where Calvary can manifest in the life of the believer every day and the power of Pentecost and the power of the Holy Ghost, it moves and flows in this house. 
breaks the yoke of bondage over the life of those that have been in bondage and sets free those that have been captive. Amen. Come on, somebody shout today. Amen. He raised this church up to be a church of believers that walk a different walk and talk a different talk. Dance to a different tune. Sing to a different song. Amen. Run a race that's never been run. Oh, come on now. He's raised us up to break the spirit of religion and set at liberty them that have been bound and open prison doors and declare the acceptable year of the Lord. Oh, my God. You believe that today? Hmm? That means he's raising you up and he's raising this church up with an anointing to confront every enemy. Not run from them. Not live with them, not cohabitate with them, not be passive, but to confront every enemy. Amen? You know, some Christians are always looking for somebody to comfort them. Oh, it's so hard out there. Life is not God. I seen this one group say so all they did was went look, they sang a song about comfort. And they must have said mercy 50,000 times. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. How much mercy do you need? He's already given it to you. Amen. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, we can borderline ridiculous, can't we? Yeah. You know, even though God sent the Holy Spirit to bring comfort to the afflicted, He's also been known to afflict the comfortable. Yeah. Come on now. The sword of the Spirit's a two-edged sword. Isn't that right? Come on, it's got a blade on both sides. And I believe that Jesus didn't just come to comfort us and He didn't just raise this church up to comfort this community, but He's raised this church up to confront this community with the gospel of Jesus Christ. With truth. With truth that brings freedom. I believe he's also called our church to be a church that will comfort people. That's why we're in the social gospel too. That's why we feed people. That's why we go out of our way to help people. But we're going to set people free. Amen. Amen. We're going to confront some voices that have been birthed out of religious spirits. Confront attitudes and lifestyles that have been allowed in the church way too long. I mean, that's really how the kingdom advances. That's really how you advance the kingdom of God. I believe he's birthed in a kingdom of which there is no end. All the kingdoms of the world are going to bow down. Amen. And everybody's going to have to come and worship on the mountain of the Lord one day. Come on, if you believe that, say yes. yes. Hallelujah. That's why we call Truth Church, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to tell the truth. I mean, when you tell the truth, it ain't always popular. Hmm? Sometimes you tell the truth, people don't like to hear the truth, so they don't want to be around you. But we're going to tell the truth anyway, amen? I mean, a truth church ain't just a cute name, it's a prophetic name. Mm, We didn't just call it truth church because it was catchy. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life when the enemy has robbed me and caused me to have missed opportunities. There's been some regret from time to time. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There's nothing that kills passion quicker than frustration. Nothing. You can be all hopped up and ready to do something for the kingdom of God and something go wrong in your family. Next thing you know, well, I can't even even pray. I don't even want to pray right now. I'm just so wounded and hurt. Hmm? Come on. Sometimes when you realize you spent your whole day looking at what would have been and what could have been and, and what it will be and... You just sit there getting frustrated. And then you're starting to wonder, are there ever going to be anything for me today? What a wasted day. 
See, that's the problem with religion, ladies and gentlemen. It spends all of its time just looking at what could have been and would have been or what God did, actually. Even the testimonies is always just looking backwards. And we, we get to the point where we just thank God for what he did. Thank God for all that's going. We got to testify. We got we to keep the testimony alive. Amen. I'm grateful for what God did. But let's be thankful for what he's manifesting today. Let's be thankful for what's coming down the pike today. Amen. People are usually thinking him for what, what's happened in the past and always looking to the future saying, one day God's going to. One day God's going to do this. One day God's going to do that. And when I get over the hilltop. Hmm? One day I'll have victory. One day I'll break through. One day we'll get there. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by. One day. The only problem is, is God never lives in yesterday or tomorrow. God lives in now. Amen. He lives in the now. Now faith is. Amen. You ever anybody say, well, all that stuff's in my past. Can I give you a reality check? Come on. If your past is hindering your present, then it ain't really in your past. Your past is in your now. <laughs> your past is keeping you from the promise. Your past is holding you back from your potential. It's not behind you, amen? You just buried it somewhere in your subconscious, and you've learned how to tolerate it and live with it. See, that's kind of the story of what was going on with David and his brothers and Saul's army. The Bible says that David was asked by his father to go down to the front line and carry some cheese and crackers down there to his brothers. They're all down there on the front line dealing with Goliath. Now listen to me. When David was told to go down there and carry some cheese and crackers to his brothers, how many know he'd already been anointed by Samuel to be the king of Israel? And he was anointed to be the king in front of his brothers. Saul's kingdom had already been rejected, and David had already been anointed to be the next king. And after David had been anointed, you know what he did? He went right back out into the back 40 and started taking care of the sheep. The next king of Israel, out there with the sheep. Most churches in America today, you give somebody a word and you can't get them to be an usher anymore. <laughs> well, didn't you hear what they, they gave me that word? I'm anointed. Oh, come on now. David gets anointed to be king and you can't even find him. Right there taking care of the sheep. Serving behind the scenes. Now watch this. Because he was serving... He positioned himself for a major breakthrough, and also he positioned himself to become a hero because he was serving. While he was shepherding, he killed a lion, and he killed a bear with a sling. Come on, how many know God was getting him ready where he was serving? Amen. And while he was serving, he was obedient to his father, and he was carrying cheese and crackers down to the front line for his brothers. And when he did that, it became a catalyst for him to become a hero. Can I just tell you something today? Until you position yourself to be submitted to the one that God has put in authority over your life and carry some cheese and carry some crackers, you'll never become a giant killer in your life. Amen, brother. It's being willing to submit yourself to the people that God puts in your life is what positions you for the advancement of your life. And it positions you to bring down the giants in your life. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We 
hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. 
Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. folks tune in every saturday at 11 a.m for the relive lifestyles program i'm david lee what price do you put on your health relive international is a leading food science company offering u.s patented nutritional products in six countries around the world eileen and i are excited to share with you what relive has done for many people tune in 11 a.m every saturday more information is available at 1-888-871-8734 This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents, 